What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Murder mystery fans, rejoice. Yesterday, one of our guests was murdered. Today, one mystery ends and another begins. What have we learned? A lot, just not, you know, who done it. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, January 18th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The 2023 Emmy Awards were handed out Monday night in Los Angeles, four months later than planned, delayed because of the dual Hollywood strikes. But the show must go on, and it finally did. So, who were the big winners? Well, Succession swept the drama categories, taking home statuettes for Outstanding Drama Series, Lead Actress for Sarah Snook, Lead Actor for Karen Culkin, Supporting Actor for Matthew McFadden, and Writing and Directing Honors for that show's final season. The Bear cooked up a half-dozen wins for Outstanding Comedy Series, Lead Actor Jeremy Allen White, Supporting Actress Iowa Debery, Supporting Actor Evan Moss-Backrack, as well as Writing and Directing. And in the limited series category, Beef won the top prize, as well as its stars Ali Wong and Stephen Yun. Other winners include Abbott Elementary's Quinta Brunson for lead actress in a comedy series, The White Lotus's Jennifer Coolidge for supporting actress in a drama series, and Nisi Nash Betts and Paul Walter Hauser in the supporting limited series categories. And Elton John's farewell concert on Disney Plus won in the variety special category, making him an EGOT winner. Awards aside, there were lots of reunions, this being the 75th Emmys. Among them, Grey's Anatomy, Ally McBeal, Cheers, Martin, The Sopranos, and All in the Family. You can see the full list of winners, get our best and worst moments of the night, check out our red carpet photo gallery, and so much more at EW.com. In other news, Ryan Murphy's next pair of monsters have found their victims. Javier Bardem and Chloe Sevigny are joining season two of Netflix's Monster as Jose and Kitty Menendez, who were murdered by their sons Lyle and Eric. Officially titled Monsters, the Lyle and Eric Menendez story, the miniseries will also star newcomers Nicholas Alexander and Chavez Cooper Koch as Lyle and Eric, respectively. The Menendez brothers were convicted in 1996 for the shooting deaths of their parents seven years earlier. At trial, the brothers maintained that they committed the murders in self-defense after years of abuse, while the prosecution argued that they hoped to inherit their father's millions after his death. Monsters, the Lyle and Eric Menendez story makes its bow on Netflix later this year. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All hell is about to break loose at the Tillman Ranch on the season five finale 
of Fargo, today's number three pick. With the FBI preparing to storm the property, the evil Roy, played by John Hamm, rallies his army of loyal followers inside, setting the stage for a full-on firefight. Here's a quick tease from the finale. When the violence comes, it comes fast. Did I draw first? Did he? Well, meanwhile, Lamorne Morris's character, Deputy Whit Farr, seeks to locate the kidnapped Dot Lion, played by Juno Temple, and get her to safety. Dot, however, has a mission of her own. Get revenge on Roy by any means necessary. So, who will make it out alive? Will Dot be reunited with her family? Find out during the Fargo Season 5 finale tonight at 10 on FX and streaming tomorrow on Hulu. You don't know music until you know June Carter Cash, or so our number two pick asserts. It's June, a new documentary about the late singer, songwriter, comedian, and actress June Carter Cash. The film treks through the illustrious career of Carter Cash, who started in a family band and went on to win five Grammys in addition to writing some of the best-known songs sung by her husband, Johnny Cash. Here's a preview. Would you welcome June Carter Cash? June Carter Please Cash. Welcome. June, June Carter, Carter Cash. Cash. Who is June Carter Cash? Well, she's a badass bitch, first off. I don't think I've ever really known a life any different than show business. She's one of the most talented women in country music. June's songs are based on the motion. You couldn't deny her. She had this part, the it. Thank you. You almost made me cry. <laughs> she was born with one of the most famous names in country music. She just wanted to be a superstar. I don't know if a lot of people know that she wrote Ring of Fire. She wrote Ring of Fire. Okay. I'm going to sing my version the way it was written in the beginning. Love is a burning thing. She made it seem effortless. A singer, comedian, actress. She was studying with Sandy Meisner, and she was opening for Elvis. I was backstage, and this big, tall guy stops me and said, Hello, I'm Johnny Cage. The documentary features interviews with people who intimately know her stunning legacy, including Dolly Parton, Willie Nelson, Casey Musgraves, and Reese Witherspoon, who won an Oscar for playing Carter Cash in the 2005 Johnny Cash biopic, Walk the Line. June is available to stream now on Paramount+. Plus. It's trivia time. June Carter Cash co-wrote many hits for Johnny Cash, including Jackson, for which the duo won a Grammy in 1968. However, June didn't win a solo Grammy until what year? 1985. 1991 or 2000? Stick around for that answer as well as our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. 
Folks, there's been a murder. Thank God the world's greatest detective is on board the ship. No, it's not Poirot or Sam Spade or Sherlock Holmes, or even Benoit Blanc, Death and Other Details is a new murder mystery starring Mandy Patinkin as the greatest detective you've never heard of, Rufus Coatsworth. Imogene Scott, played by Violet Bean, finds herself as the only murder suspect on board a ship. Naturally, she says she didn't do it, and to prove her innocence before Interpol arrives, she has to team up with Coatsworth, a man she despises. Here's a preview. Can't believe we're gonna be trapped on this thing for 10 days. I'm so sorry I dragged you into this. Pay attention. If you want to solve a crime, you must first learn to see through the illusion. Details matter. <laughs> Yesterday, one of our guests was murdered. You gotta be kidding me! This watch is worth more than you make in a year. Somebody has to do something. It doesn't always have to be you, though. But I'm so good at it. We've increased security throughout the ship to keep everyone safe. And we're fortunate to have a world-renowned detective on board, Mr. Rufus Coatsworth. Oh, my God. Should I introduce myself? In 24 hours, Interpol lands on this ship, and you will be their only suspect. I didn't kill him. I want to help you, Miss Scott. Anyone on this ship could have killed the victim. But why? I will be questioning you individually. So, murder mysteries have been all over the place lately, from Clive Owen's Monsieur Spade to Hulu's edgier Death at the End of the World, which also starred Clive Owen. And if you followed the latter, don't unsubscribe from Hulu now. The series debut of Death and Other Details begins streaming on Hulu today. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. June Carter Cash won her first solo Grammy Award in what year? 1985, 1991, or 2000? Well, stunningly, Carter Cash didn't win a Grammy for solo work until the 2000 Awards for her 1999 album, Press On. She would go on to win another pair in 2004 when Wildwood Flower won for Best Traditional Folk Album and Keep on the Sunny Side won her Best Female Country Vocal Performance. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Imlyn Travis, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. One, two, watch.